Hello, mech fans around the world, and those that aren't fans yet, and welcome to Mobile Suit Fandom, the podcast where you two largely inept but prone to love co-hosts, Fuzzy, that'd be me, and Chris, watch, summarize, critique, and make fun of the entirety of the Gundam franchise from beginning to end. This is episode 32, and we'll be talking about episode 32 of Mobile Suit Gundam 0079, Breakthrough, in which we learn why Amuro has nicknames spoken in fear. Moe agare, and take it away. We were six minutes in, and I'm like, I gotta start. Uh, Yeah, I was like, every, like, on the minute, every minute, I'm like, okay, uh, he's left a space for me to talk. As soon as I start talking, he's gonna do it. And then you fucking didn't. (laughs) Like, you fucking slow played the shit out of me this time. I gotta keep you on your toes. Uh, Uh, This is Mobile Suit Fandom, as I'm sure you're aware, because you clicked on the podcast or tapped on it. If you don't know what you're listening to at this stage... I'm personally worried. This is, fuck, what episode is it? 33, 2? 30, no, it's like 30, fuck. 32. Uh, 32, no, 31. No, Decoy in Space was 31. Oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, this is Breakthrough. Yes. Uh, break on through to the other side. Oh god, I accidentally hit, fucked up. You fucked I up. Fucked <laughs> up. I fucked it up, it's still fucked up. Oh god, oh jeez, oh man, oh jeez, oh man. Uh, Alright. I fixed my uh, argument. You fixed it. Um, uh, okay, so here's the situation. Yeah? Uh, we are 11 episodes from the finale. Yes, we are. Of this show. Like, <laughs> wait. 12 episodes. Yeah? I math wrong. Unsurprising. Uh, it's, I'm tired. It's hot. I don't. Uh, I don't even remember how many episodes are in Mobile Suit Gundam right now. By the way, we're talking about episode thirty-two of Mobile Suit Gundam Breakthrough. I'm and I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, you just said that, and I'm like, I didn't say I'm fuzzy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that's the funniest thing I've heard in weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we talked earlier than weeks. Are you saying I wasn't funny last episode, Fuzzy? Um, I plead the eighth. Shit, wrong amendment. Um I plead the second? No. No, I do plead the plead the second. Uh what a power move uh, that would be, though. So like, you just plead, being like, I, I plead the second. <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody wondering, uh, we live in Texas. The first thing, the first thing Fuzzy pled was uh, a, the the right to excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. All right, that's the Eighth Amendment. All right. Now, thank you for reminding me of the Eighth Amendment, because Lord knows if you had, if you were expressing your Second Amendment right to my forehead, I would not be able to tell you all ten amendments. <laughs> oh, God, no, me neither. Uh, anyway, 
and for those, the rest of you around the world who don't know the American legal system or what the fuck we're talking about, you're better off. So you're lucky. You're lucky. Shit's fucked. I mean, I feel like everyone's gonna have something, right? Like, I'm sure if we asked the hopefully actually Japanese fans, if you're downloading our episodes through a VPN, I'm mostly asking why. I'm. It's okay. <laughs> Do what you want to do. Why through Japan? So, <laughs> uh, episode 32, Mosa Gundam. This episode's kind of a weird episode in that yeah. it's really fight heavy, but also I got, Slow. I got a lot of character interaction out of this episode. Uh, uh well, the, the thing, so I've watched this twice. I watched it once uh, on Monday when we were supposed to record, right. and then once today to remind myself because I'm a shit person who can't remember anything. I mean, I would have done uh, the same thing. I would have done that if it was one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, and and if you, like right now, not looking at the, the summary, mm-hmm. the only thing I can talk to you about off the top of my head is Amuro F- fucking goes what's the what's the term you eat some people yeah he eats some people into the afterlife <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> um yeah Amor. i i put it later in this summary but like Amuro fucking earns his nickname this episode i tell you what they don't actually say yeah. it but like I'm, I'm gonna i think this is where the legend begins you know this is the Amuro is a fucking one man fleet yeah. Like, he he's not, it's not, you're not fucking safe if you're just being in it, like, just because you're not in a mobile suit doesn't mean you're safe. Like, he'll fuck you up in anything. It, 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 he'll, he won't just, you can't hide you. in a moon base. He will He'll kill just everyone yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, he can't be stopped. Yeah. We, we have created a monster. Yeah, we really have. Um, we have now dated the recording. So, uh, <laughs> only for the two people who follow us on Twitter. More than that, follow us. <laughs> anyway, um, no, but really, it's been, this episode's buck wild in j- just sheer, really everyone that comes out is, I-, I had a moment where I'm like, that was cool as fuck. Yeah. All of them. All of them have a cool yeah. moment in this episode. And if I well, remember correctly, a lot of this point onward is has really good fight sequences yeah. with a, a fair minimum of reused animation. That's something I noticed a lot about this episode. And actually, you got I'm, a budget bump. You, I don't know if it's a budget bump or just. I, I'm also noticing they saved money on the scenery. Yeah, I, I also <laughs> noticed the style changed a little bit. Like, we've got a lot of the pretty eyes again, and I I feel like at this stage I should just know animation directors at this stage (laughs) for Mobile Suit Gundam, because apparently it's important to me and my questions about this series. Let's take a quick look and see who did, in fact, do this one. This was uh, Kazuo Tomizawa. I don't remember what else he's done, but uh, why did I open that in an incognito tab? Because it's fucking pornographic in nature. Uh, I guess? Why did I open that in an incognito tab? Uh, Kazuo... Don't want the government knowing you're looking up the art directors. I guess. Uh, Holy shit. This guy's done a lot. 
Uh, oh, he did an episode of Gate. That's nice. Um, I like Gate. Most of Gundam. He did episode 17, 4, 20, 25, and this one. Uh, 20... I remember thinking 22 that like, wow, these guys all have really pretty eyes this episode. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Hand to hand combat. Yeah. I remember that. It was a really good no. combat episode, but it was also like, why no. is everyone pretty? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll forget this. The second we move, <laughs> I'm bad with names to begin with. That's... And if you put in like, Japanese names, I'm like, I don't fucking... Uh, it hand-to-hand I, combats the episode that Ramba dies. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but everyone's really pretty while he does it. Oh. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the actual fucking episode as Chris continues to mourn. Um... So, recap. yeah, um, recap from last time, a fight happened. Sayla is real weirded out by her brother being nearby. That's it. Yeah. Uh, In... Are you okay, buddy? No. <laughs> um, we start... You laugh at my pain. I do, quite literally. Uh, I am literally laughing at your pain because it's kind of funny. So we start with White Base moving through space because they're in space. Uh, something I always forget is the fact that they don't have artificial gravity on the ship. <laughs> yeah, that that fucked me up too. Like I just saw at one point I wasn't paying attention and, and like, Sailor just yeets herself like off screen. <laughs> I fucking just fucking ghosts off screen. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I forgot that. I forgot we were in space, and so when Sailor turned around after talking to Amaro and just like bye, and just jumps <laughs> off the top of the screen, I was like, hold on, what? Whoa, whoa! Sayla. I didn't don't no sell that. I didn't know Sailor was a superhero. Oh, they're in space. Wait, I'm just an idiot. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's interesting because we also get the return of those little like wall levers that you can pop out and hold on to. It'll drag you around. We do get the fun which I still wall think levers. is pretty dope. Yeah, uh, I-, I would definitely get in trouble for just fucking riding those things. <laughs> I'd get in trouble for constantly putting them on max speed and then just letting go at the end. <laughs> just rocket yourself. <laughs> I'm a I'm a 30 year old man who still rides the shopping cart in the parking lot. Like that's the. That's the, the the caliber of person we're dealing with. I mean, right? same though. Just... Uh, honest to God, if if I had zero like that ship layout, you bet your ass every time I left a room would be me getting to the door, climbing <laughs> on top of the door frame, and just power jumping between walls over and over yes. again. And every surface would be like, yep, that's Fuzzy's fucking boot, boot print again. Yeah. Because he refuses <laughs> to just, use the levers. Because he keeps I, yeeting himself across this fucking ship. Playing a never-ending game of the floor is lava. Mm-hmm. Bright just fucking Fuck that. slaps the <laughs> shit out of both of us. Just, <laughs> which will end us because we'll fly through a bulkhead. Yeah, especially in space, there's nothing to stop our yeah. momentum except physical yeah. objects. Yeah. Just fucking. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, so fights are happening. Yeah. So uh, this episode actually starts almost immediately after the last one. Like 
They they mention remember last episode Slegger and the boys went to the showers. Slegger and boys. <laughs> yeah. They went to the showers and then immediately this episode we start with uh Bright and Mirai and uh uh uh, uh Frabo. I forgot her name for a second, which is weird. Um detect that there is an enemy craft nearby. Uh Bright immediately asks, like, hey, are they out of the showers? Which made me realize, oh, this literally is ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah. And, and in a second we find out Kai is taking a nap. Yeah, apparently Kai went to go rest. Uh, and yeah, Hayato is given orders to uh, go out in the gun tank. Uh, Amaro, by himself. Yeah, by himself. Um, which which is a, a decision Fraubo makes. Apparently, like... In the English dub, it, 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 she, it, 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 they insinuate that Fraubo is the one who has decided that Hayato's going out by himself. And then, like, she tells Amuro this, and Amuro's like, I'm going to take the Gundam Sky out, too. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, okay, let, uh, that's cool. And she just turns and looks at Bright, who's fucking ghosting away towards Sayla. And she's like, hey, Gundam wants, uh, Amuro wants to take the Gundam Sky out. Is that cool? He's like, yeah, whatever. Um... It, it definitely it doesn't insinuate Fra makes that decision in uh, in the Japanese for sure. Br- Bright expressly is like send Hayato out since he's excuse me. Fra first says you know Hayato is ready, to which Bright says send him out in the gun tank. I think I think the deal is I think when she talks to Amuro, she says I'm sending Hayato out. I think I I remember that conversation. Uh, it's just that she, when she's trying to show off to Amuro. Gotcha. I think. I mean, uh, I would. Um, but either way, this entire exchange is very laissez-faire. I don't know if I'm using that word. Relaxed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Informal. I don't know if laissez-faire applies to anything besides capitalism. So, um, <laughs> this is your mm, podcastly reminder. Fuzzy hates Ayn Rand. So, uh, that's just the standard... Uh, Stance of the mobile suit fandom cool, podcast. Cool. Um, just lot her of, off of a building. A lot of deep seated salt. And I've read all of the books. I have. Forced my way through all of them. Nothing but hatred. Oh, just deep I, I mean, I haven't read the books, but I have played a lot of Bioshock. <laughs> so. if, if, I, if I could get my hands on the protagonist of the Fountainhead, I would kick him in the <laughs> dick until he could no longer feel it. So that that's the thing that I not to get too far on a tangent. The thing I hear <laughs> from everybody who's the read Fountainhead ca- fandom, the anti well not fandom, anti, what, what's uh, the opposite of a anti fandom? Fandom. Uh, everyone who's talked about any of Ayn Rand's main characters just talk about how huge of a col- colossal asshole they are. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't. I guess it's. I guess unless you're a libertarian, you we, you just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I. I, I shit you not, a while ago, John cursed me with the knowledge of dark Buddhism. Which, oh, no. For those of... I don't know if I ever talked about this show on the show. I was raised a Buddhist and still yeah. am fairly practicing. Um, I actually just meditated today, now that I think about it. Uh, apparently there's a thing called dark Buddhism, where you combine the objectivism of Ayn Rand with the uh, with Buddhism, and every time no. I think about it, a part of my brain short circuits, 
and I have to open my cranium and replace an actual fuse in my skull. That's very bad. Because I can't process how to combine those two philosophies in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, so Hayato launches, and Amuro is like, mm, I'm dubious if we should just launch Hayato. Can I launch in the Gundam? Yeah. And Bright okays it. Um, Not the Gundam, the the G-Sky. He actually doesn't specify in the Japanese. No. He just points at... He, he has <laughs> this it. conversation and then looks behind him to a guy standing on top of the G-Sky. Um, yeah. Which I always forget its name. If you also forget what the G-Sky is, it's the stupid shitty centaur mode of the G-Unit. The one... Just the, the, the torso of of the Gundam with the butt of the uh, rocket. Yeah. Pilot ship. I don't know it's who designed the this. Looking fucking thing. I don't know who designed this. I don't And this is going for someone who is very pro spaceship with arms. Uh, this is yeah. this is a bad spaceship with arms. Yes. I I think the thing is you we like spaceships with arms, not spaceships like with, spaceship with torsos. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a very yeah, important distinction. If I see I a spaceship right. with a torso, it's an abomination. <laughs> if I see a spaceship with arms, I'm like, oh, that's cute. A spaceship with a torso, head, and arms is a sin. Like even yes. okay. even Robotech doesn't do that. In Robotech, the Guardian mode is just arms and legs. That's okay because it's a fighter plane body. There's no torso. I think we've just yeah. opened up a theory here, yeah. and we will yeah. continue testing no it for the rest of our lives. Hashtag no torsos. Hashtag no... Hash, really, just absent of any context, we're going to make hashtag no torsos a thing. Imagine! Yep. Imagine if you would, you don't listen to Mobile Suit fandom. What the fuck are you gonna think when you ca when you see hashtag no torsos? Hold on, actually, I'm gonna really date this episode. I'm gonna open up my handy dandy Twitter app. I'm terrified of what. Okay, you're just tweeting. Okay, for a yeah. split second, I was worried you were gonna show me a picture of no torso of a man with no torso. I would never. I would never do that. You know, there's a weird Japanese monster that's like he doesn't have a head because his whole torso is a head, and but he's still got like a regular body going on. It's weird. Yeah, like uh, like like the the tiny Gundam from Gurren Lagann. Yeah, kind of like that. Real weird. Anyway, man, we uh, how far in are we? Are twenty minutes <laughs> in, and we have gotten a paragraph in. Dab. So. Yeah, we're bad at this. We are, but we're hitting a lot of notes. It's 5 p.m. <laughs> Do you know where your children are? So, uh, Amuro takes note of this, and uh, I think this is where we start in this uh, a lot more in this kind of last third of the show, uh, showing why Amuro is a hero forever. Like, there's a reason he is lauded and respected. And it's because he's fucking good at his job. Like, it's clear to me in this interaction 
that Amuro has a feeling and an idea, and Bright trusts him enough as a soldier and as a commander to make that call. Yep. And so he just trusts him. He's like, yeah, launch. <laughs> also, he's distracted uh, by checking on Sayla, who is staring blankly at the screen. <laughs> Sayla is just staring into nothingness. I ass- yep. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be willing to guess the screen was off. Uh, yeah, Sayla is just dead to the world right now. She's in a weird place. Um, she's... I mean, we the audience obviously know why. She's thinking about this whole man Char's nearby, and I really don't want to accidentally kill my brother. Yeah. Not a mood I've experienced, but I'm sure it's a mood. Um, yeah, it's a very niche mood. It's a very niche mood. It's an artisanal <laughs> farm-to-table mood. <laughs> so, Bright checks on her and is like, why don't, you, why don't you go get some rest? And she's like, yeah, sure. He says... And he also says on on one of the gravity decks, which is like, they so they have gravity somewhere? I guess. He didn't have the, I didn't notice that line. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. <laughs> so there's somewhere where you can go where there's gravity. But why would you? I guess to pee. I would like to pee in gravity. I would also have heavily preferred, like, doing bodily functions in gravity, yeah. I would think the shower would have to be in gravity, too. Like, Yeah, or else you're just, like, taking a floaty, floaty bath. bath. <laughs> so, did you know if you sleep in space, you need a fan going or else you'll suffocate? Oh, because no, carbon dioxide just hangs around in your face. Yeah. Huh? Ain't that wild? Uh, that would suck. But also, like, super <laughs> terrifying. So Yeah, how do you sleep? Fucking astronauts are the most metal fucking humans on the I guess, fucking yeah. world. I mean, yes, they are, because they proved we can into space. We are that yep. good. Uh, so, Hayato heads out. Amuro uh, isn't too far behind, but we'll get to him in a second. Uh, Bright and Mirai also discuss Sayla's health, and it's perfect. Hey, remember the last guy who had perfect health that we mentioned his health on screen? It's Amaro. Um, Hayato heads out. No, it was Kai. Oh yeah, it no, was Kai. Kai was lying. No, wait, yeah, Kai was being, like, fingered off screen. Like, his was taking... Yeah. No, Amaro's was taking longer. And that was the last... Yeah. Anyway. Hayato heads out and we meet my favorite fucking boy. We meet a good boy, and I, I, I've loved he is this a, boy for so long. Yeah, Chris, I have loved this boy for sixteen years. This is your, this is your boy. I, I, I shit you not, because I temp like this slipped my mind. But seeing my boy again on screen brought me back. My mom had just come home from Japan from the first time and she knew me, the young boy lad, was loved the giant robots. She, I don't know how, had happened across a bookstore where she found two books for me. Both of them completely in Japanese. The first one was actually a long-form purchasable catalog for Gunpla models. It was just super high-resolution pictures of really high-grade and detailed model kits in various poses. 
Mm-hmm. And I flipped through it, and this was before I'd actually seen Mobile Suit Gundam. I had only seen some of Wing and G at this stage. I started flipping right. through it, and there he was. He's yellow. He's not porous. <laughs> he's not really square either, but God, he's got a huge mouth with a fucking laser beam in it and cool scyther yeah. arms! It's my yeah. boy who I know his name from heart because I love him. This is the Zacharello. The the thing I love most about the Zacharello is he's got very sinister eyes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and fucking six teeth. Yeah, just just six. <laughs> Don't know. It just teeth to begin with. Yeah, he doesn't need teeth. He doesn't. He just got he just got them. Yeah, and then a a, a, a laser tongue. Yeah. His mouth and is a big radar dish laser cannon, and he's got yep. Geigen Scyther arms. <laughs> Little stumpy ones. They're really good. They're kind of stumpy, yeah. he. Uh, for the longest time, I thought it, it might be an aquatic suit. It's not. <laughs> it's a space suit. Space suit. It gets murked, like, really fast. Yeah, it does so that's, almost that's nothing. what I was going to ask. It does almost yeah. nothing. They... They kind of fake you out. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, did you skip a whole bunch of the, so they, we, no, uh, they, they were talking about back at, did you skip the whole thing about them back at Char? No, no, I put that in the summary itself. I'm just being clear early on to not get too hype about my boy here. I personally love him. Tomino does not. Tomino mercs that fucker. He takes my yeah. boy out back and kills him almost immediately. Yeah, he he old yellers the fuck out of your fucking yeah, my sweet uh, child. But but like in the first ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I was like when I saw your all caps love letter to this thing, I was like, oh, I hope Fuzzy knows that this thing dies instantly. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. I I distinctly remember like I I started to, I recognized him. It was like, oh my god. Like, it it was a whole, like, mental orchestral (laughs) scene. Like, I shit you not, I had a brain blast of going back to 2002 (laughs) and remembering this. As I was just like... (gasps) Um... For the record, the... Uh, Downloaded back into your own body. Yeah, yeah, really. Like, it, it it was such a weirdly clear memory. Uh, which also then brought up the other book I had, which was this fascinating book purely about giant monster movies. Like, it's an entire book, totally in Japanese, about kaiju tokusatsu flicks. And it's the first time I learned about, like, a lot of that in-depth Godzilla shit. Like, I, I, I didn't know who the fuck Orga was. I had seen Godzilla and Mothra, like, one of the later Godzillas, and Mothra, and that's it at this stage. And then my mom got me this book. First of all, first pair of boobs I ever saw was in that book. <laughs> there, there is a pay, There's a double page dedicated to uh, the attack of the mushroom people. And it, like, thumbnail-sized image, maybe size of, like, two stamps next to each other. Topless lady. First pair of boobs right. I ever saw. There you go. You did. Yeah. Welcome to that weird memory of just, like, it's super clear. I wish I knew where that book was. Anyway, <laughs> that hit a note for me, apparently. So, uh, Hayato notices, this new? You knew? You come here often? No. Uh, 
and begins dogfighting. We get a cool, like, gun tank dogfight, which is actually really cool. Like, yeah. I didn't think the gun tank could do that. You, you, when you look at the gun tank, you don't think dogfight. No! You think, move into position and fire a lot. Fucking Hayato proved me wrong. Um, yeah. Hell, even some of his judo comes in in this, despite the complete yeah. lack of grabbing ability. Yeah. Um, also, the, the lack of gravity for throwing. That too. Uh... <laughs> So, we smash cut over to Char, and apparently that guy launched in the Zacrello without Char's yeah. permission. I just love that. Char's standing there. He's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. What's... <laughs> it's... It, it, a slightly... Did I? I didn't send... I didn't fucking send that out, did I? A slightly I funnier universe version of this has him <laughs> seated with a cup of coffee looking out the window going, Mulligan? The fuck? Yeah? What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is happening over here? Explain, uh, Mulligan! That's that's basically like Exactly what happens. Yeah! <laughs> I, just, I just love the idea of Char Char looking out, like imagine inside Char's head. He looks out, he sees the shit going down, and he's like What the motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> authorized this? I didn't! Was I drunk? I'm, I'm fucking in charge, aren't I? Hold the fuck up. What just happened? It's been 20 <laughs> minutes! Who did this? It what has happened? Been, I have been off screen in universe for 20 minutes. Did I get drunk and have orders? Did I fucking... Did I... Did I Did I order this mid shit and forget about it? <laughs> did I order... Did I go on the fastest bender? Jeez. I know I go three anyway. times faster, but I didn't think I was that fast. <laughs> Sobers up three times faster too. Hey. So he he does, he turns to he turns to the guy, he's like, What the fuck is happening? He's like, uh he's did someone launch without permission? Yeah. He's like, Yeah, he, we just knew you wouldn't let us go revenge Taquan, so we figured this guy's a test pilot. We're not authorized to use this thing because it hasn't been tested properly. So the test pilot was gonna pilot the test piloting jet pilot Gundam suit and beg forgiveness instead of ask permission. And, Thre- and Char's like, alright, I know y'all like Taquan, but uh, this happens again. You're getting fucking court-martialed. It, Char essentially does the Spider-Man alright, everybody gets one. <laughs> alright, you motherfucker. You're lucky. You're fucking lucky your suit's pressed properly today. Yeah. <laughs> like, my immediate thought about this scene was it occurred to me that this show does a good job of constantly trying to humanize Zeon and remind you right. that they are, while militaristic, they are people with feelings. Now that said, they don't show us that, they tell us that over and over again. Yeah. But it, it, it's the late 70s, early 80s, we got They're doing their best. Yeah. There's only so much budget. I get it. It's fine. You get a pass. That said, yeah, it, but it, I I like that they do it. The effort is and, clear, and I appreciate it. It it is it is very much like aside from Ramba, uh, the only emotion Zeon Zeon soldiers experience is revenge. 
Yes. Uh, admittedly, <laughs> I don't know what they said in English, but in the Japanese, the conversation between Char and Mulligan's pretty clear about, like, Talk One was really well-liked, and, yeah. and in the Japanese, it also implies that the Zacrello guy launches without anyone's knowledge, and Mulligan learns about it up, up the food chain and is like, I'll try to take the hit a little bit here. Yeah, I think, if I remember correctly, I got the impression Mulligan was just like, this is more of a lie of omission, rather than, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I was just, I was gonna tell you eventually, Char. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> opens collar. Um, so, Amaro launches in his weird fucking centaur uh, thing that looks like shit ass, and apparently it's been upgraded slightly, because he's like, ludicrous. <laughs> um, he's impressed. Heads off just as Hayato starts getting hit with a bunch of missiles. Seems largely fine. From it, though. from we we slow played this. The Zeckrello has has missile testicles. Oh my god! I didn't notice it came from his testicles. <laughs> I didn't. Well, he doesn't have legs, so they may be missile legs. Wait, I thought they were coming out of like the side. Uh, what's the, what are those things on the bottom of them, then? The boosters. Boosters. Like, All those right. are, those are his engines. Alright, fine. Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought the missile on the side were intake. The missile... Oh, oh why would they have intake? They're in space, Christopher. Yeah, the missile Never pods mind. are on the sides of the Zacrello, and the... Yeah, and they aren't intake... I don't know what the fuck those are. In, like, the high-detail version... Of the Zacrello, the front of the boosters looks like Swiss fucking cheese. Don't know why. It's like a Gatling gun. Yeah. Firecracker situation. Yeah, it's a weird uh, it's a weird situation. Uh, also, huh, I'm like seeing more pictures of it and in various places, and it seems to imply that the boosters can move and function like legs. Like they can, yeah. They, I don't they like can that. yaw individually. Yeah, I'm not a so fan I'm, of that either. No, I like this being a spaceship with arms. Yes, um, which functionally is what it does. Oh shit! You can get a cool little model kit of him with the fucking G sky. No. Anyway, Fuzzy. so Fuzzy um, I will. <laughs> and the next forty five minutes, Fuzzy spent on Gundam <laughs> planets, just looking at shit. Um. Wait, shit, I shouldn't name a specific website. On... Uh... Beep! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not getting no free advertisement from me. Though if you want to have some advertisement from... No, we don't. We don't have enough of you listenership yet. Um... When we do, no. Fake it till you make it. We have so many listeners! <laughs> Chris, I think those analytics anyone can access if they're... So many! <laughs> anyway... So, lots. He he starts getting almost starts getting closer to this fight, and the Zacrello uh, near like clips Hayato with a with a stabby uh, with yeah. a stabby arm before Hayato fucking uppercuts him with a yeah with a Gatling arm. <laughs> yeah, Hayato's like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, just fucking backhands him <laughs> with the Gatling gun arm, and I'm like. Oh, fuck, yeah, Hayato. Gives him the old bright Noah. Yeah, fuck. Um, Amuro shows up from afar, just starts peppering the Zacrello with a few fucking beam shots. They charge past each other. 
Um, Zuccarello lands like a couple of hits on the Gundam, largely cosmetic, and then proceeds just enough to just enough to where the Gundam has to get repaired in a minute. Yes, uh, but ultimately the Zuccarello gets fucking shot from afar right through the middle. Yeah. What's weird too is that like he gets shot and those like thirty seconds before he explodes. And we also, yeah, during that, where Amro gets to like gloat over what he's done. Yeah, like it's a, it's a real fist of the North Star, fucking Omaiwamo situation, which is really weird. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about fist of the North Star again. God damn it. Um, no, no. <clears throat> I got real excited by that trailer today. Uh, the combat trailer for the new Fist of the North Star game came out today, and the new Fist of the North Star games getting made by the same guys who make the Yakuza games. I'm so excited to watch Kenjiro <laughs> bartend for too long, because I yeah. saw a clip of that, and he does- If you haven't seen Fist of the North Star- it's hilarious because it's excessive action, but he uses <laughs> kung fu magic to shake a fucking cocktail, and like he's like shaka 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 shaka, <laughs> and then he fucking Look, pours it, it fun, eh? and it's just like oh my god, <laughs> um, what's happened? Kenshiro goes da whenever he explodes a dude. He also kills a tank once with his bare hands. Wild show. So. Amuro goes home, <laughs> as does Hayato. Yeah, Amuro's, I'm done. Yes. Um, uh, Amuro also notes uh, that they kicked that guy's ass, <laughs> and uh, we smash cut to Amuro in a very yellow room watching a monitor for no reason I can quite tell. At first I thought he was, like, overseeing the repairs. It's not important. I don't... I don't know what the purpose of this bright yellow room is. It's it's just yellow. It has a screen to the mechanic it's bay the in it. Room. It's the yellow room where we watch the mechanic bay and have chairs. I don't I don't understand the yellow room. It's just so strange. Like, it, it's like that one room you only see in one episode of The Simpsons, but like you're kind of cursed with knowing exists forever. Uh, <laughs> there's one room that shows up in only one episode of The Simpsons where Homer is drinking a beer on a beanbag, watching TV as Bart, uh, the rich kid, and Milhouse are arguing over a comic book and nearly killing each other in the treehouse. <laughs> it's the only time this room ever shows up canonically <laughs> a part of the home. I feel like this is just a you thing, Fuzzy. Probably, Anyways. because I'm just realizing that I have too much useless knowledge on various pieces of animation. Who the <laughs> fuck else knows that bit of trivia about that one episode of The Simpsons? Uh, yeah, just you, buddy. Um, <laughs> so, um, Slegger comes in. Uh, yeah. to to this yellow room, uh, and is kind of surprised. Amuro is like really on that grind. It seems like he's sitting here overwatching the repairs and apparently commentating it. Uh, and he's still dressed for combat too, which Slegger also took note of. Uh, 
Their conversation can essentially be summed up as Slegger doesn't think Char is as hot of shit as everyone talks about, given the fact that the f- times where we've been dealing with Char's shit, Char's gotten his ass handed to him over and over again. So, honestly, Slegger's right right now. <laughs> like, I don't understand what the big deal is. Yeah, from his perspective, Char a punk ass. Which is wild! <laughs> um, Slegger is a little dubious of Char. Sayla walks in and is like, Hey, uh, Amro, you want to switch so you can go like shower or whatever? And Amro's like, Eh, sure. Yeah. Slegger also immediately notices she's off her game. And in the Japanese, at least, it seems like he then offers, Hey, if you want to talk sometime after we're not in combat... I'm available for you. The way he says it does not sound schmoozy at all in the Japanese, and it seems like honest-to-God camaraderie. <laughs> this has been uh, me playing Slegger Law's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I guess. I don't know. I just don't... I, I just, it, it all feels weird. Because in the English, he he's still... He's still fucking... All right, all right, all right. <laughs> How are you doing? Sailor, you want to come over and talk after this? We got we can have a good long chat about what you need to have done to your uh, little underlady bits. The worst part about Matthew McConaughey's voice, in my opinion, is the fact that it takes an hour to get through a conversation, even if it's just like, hey, what do you want from this McDonald's? Could I get mm, well, a small yeah. fries with yeah, a small fries. Like, fucking just give <laughs> faster. Three times speed. Thinking, um, Matthew. Like one of those. Matthew. Not large, but. Matthew. Know, large and a small, but uh, some, a medium. I am growing facial hair <laughs> as we speak. I have a goatee now. I didn't. I oh, was no, clean evil. shaven. Uh, I exclusively glow evil facial hair. I wish. I wish <laughs> I grew any facial mustaches. hair. Um, I'll give you some of mine. Please. So. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Slager offers that chat. Sayla. I- hold, hold on. I think maybe it's just because I hear your voice more than I see your face. But. Anytime I think about what you look like, I always imagine you with, like, a fucking five o'clock shadow. I think it's just because your voice is deep as shit. <laughs> makes me imagine you with a, with a yeah, dark-ass five I o'clock shadow. I don't have good facial... I have hard <laughs> neck beard, and the, oh, no. even when I... Like, I... I've been having a couple of months here, and so there have been a few times where it's like, it's been two weeks and I haven't showered or shaved. Um... And even still, it looks like a pubescent Latino boy. I look like I grow facial hair the way a 13-year-old Latino boy does. It's not a good look. It's not. Uh, That's why you say say well-groomed. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's why I shave every day. 
drag your facial hair out in the streets. Oh no, I drag my facial hair out in the streets. I'm hoping it'll shame my genetics into fixing it. (laughs) I don't have access Uh, to CRISPR, I just have access to Polish genetics, and let me tell you, Catholic guilt does in fact pass down genetically. So... So... Sayla takes a seat in the yellow room. Yeah. That still has no clear purpose. No, it's the it's the gravity room, it's maybe. It's the yellow room. Um, Actually, you might be right. Actually, yeah, you're almost certainly right. We don't deep... No, her book floats later in this room. I don't yeah, know what this does. room is. This room's weird. Uh, anyway. It's the Simpsons room. Sayla mentions to herself that, man, everything... Everyone's fucking talking about my brother, huh? And we immediately smash cut to her brother. Huh. Yep. Uh, so we're gonna join them in talking about her breath. Yeah, weird how Segui's work. So, uh... <laughs> so, Char is... First we get a shot of a bunch of Xeon dudes working on the Zanzibar. They're fixing it up from the damage they took last battle. Um, yeah. The current second in the command, as I mentioned, his name is Mulligan, apologizes for his uh, comrades doing silly things and then fucking dying because of it. Like, instantly? Char's like, eh. Uh, Char's like, whatever, it was an experimental ship we weren't supposed to use anyways. <laughs> like, man, that guy had a weird character design and fucking three lines of dialogue. He won't be missed, so... Yeah, he had a weird face. He had a really had a weird, weird mouth, mouth face. Yeah, it was constantly yeah. a sneer grin, and I don't know if... I don't know what was going on. It was weird. I think I think his mouth was like having a, a hundred year war against his face. You know how the penguin always has that look on his face because he's chewing on a cigar? Imagine if the penguin were way taller and had a square head, but was still doing yeah. that thing, but didn't have a cigar in his mouth. That's yeah. the look this guy's face just kind of always had. He had an entire side dropped on his face. (laughs) That roast battle probably still, like, has some kind of incarnation in 0079, and you bet your ass that someone uses that joke at some point. Like, like, damn. Uh, It's too soon. It's always too soon. I heard... that the 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 factor is two weeks per death. So oh, shit. um, so that's a long time. <laughs> so theoretically, it will stop being too soon to make um half of humanity dying jokes when well, uh, never. So never. Uh, so <laughs> when they, when the sun dies, yeah. So uh, that won't stop us. So, because no. that did not happen in the real world. No, technically, it's 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 so soon that it's it can't be too soon because <laughs> in the future. Anyways, yeah. Char is like, hey, I see some fuckers out there. Let's have them attack the white face. Essentially, he calls up. Uh, also, Char got a promotion off screen at some point. Apparently, he's a captain now. He was a lieutenant yeah, commander. A lot of shit. He's now a captain. Uh. Something that they make note of in this episode as he calls up a fella named Lieutenant Dren and gives him an order to uh, fucking charge white base. Lieutenant Dren goes, cool. Also, congratulations on the the promotion. Also, bye. And then he charges white base. 
Yeah, that's what he's told me. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Sayla, who appears half asleep in the yellow room, and the psychedelic funk music is playing. Yep, 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 yep. She's looking real concentrated, uh, and she's having a weird red flashback. Yeah, so it, it is red, and it does seem to be psychic, but I thought psychic was purple. Yeah, our whole theory is getting thrown off here, because... Ha- what if, what if it's being thrown off by the massive amounts of yellow in the room? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might. I can't seriously. It might be. Fuck. <laughs> it might be. Um, that took four tries. So yeah, you got it. I'm proud of you. Yeah, Sailor. <laughs> Has this red flashback. She has this weird flashback where it's like, I don't want to kill my brother. I almost died last time. And inters like there's a couple of new shots in there of Char doing a weird reach out motion of like, Artesia, don't know. And that's it. Which that Artesia, no, don't. I'll just tell you, definitely psychic bullshit. Yeah. Um... But this is also definitely, like, the show informing us. Hey, I wonder what family has a natural proclivity to psychic bullshit. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, she uses the word cast. She uses the name Castball again. Yes. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm just, I don't know why he keeps doing War. kills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, there's, yeah, she's so clearly like, I don't want to kill my brother. I'm just gonna, every time we arrive at this exact scene, because I feel like it's gonna happen again, I'm just gonna surmise, if new information comes up, I'll share it, but for the most part, it's just gonna be, Sayla doesn't want to kill her brother. Next. Yeah. Um, also, this room definitely doesn't have gravity, because she picks her book up from midair, because it's just Air. floating. Yeah. Um, uh, and goes off to speak to Amaru. Yes. Uh, which I, I, I don't, I, this is the scene where she says, uh, I need to learn how to be a good pilot. Yes. Uh, and Amaru like, doesn't even look up at her and he's like, don't be silly. You're already a good, I already think you're a good pilot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Amaru. <laughs> I mean, he is right. And no, later yeah, in this episode, right. a- we definitely <laughs> see those dividends paid. <laughs> Right. Uh, it's just that, like, um, I don't know. It, it, you always assume the... He is the pilot, right? Right. Like, he is f- fucking Amuro Ray. Yeah. Uh, and just just for him to just be, like, very casually be like, no, you're you're good. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> you, you want to be a good pilot. She does clarify of, like, I want to be able... What if I have to fight Char? I want to be able to fight and live through fighting Char. To which Amro goes, the person who does okay. That. <laughs> oh, oh got you. Well, well. Uh, paint your ship red. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Amro's very like, yo, that's like, don't get me wrong, admirable. Get off my dick. And I could kick his ass when he was in a Zaku 2 model. He not in no Zaku 2 model no more, my man. Uh, like, Amaro's really, like, taken aback by this, 
it's kind of weird, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. But Amara's just Amara's also poignant and like, why are you asking this? This is a weird line of questioning for you. Like, not to offend, but you, this is weird. Are you good? And she's just like, meh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, she jumps off the top of the screen, yes. which was when I uh, remembered. Oh yeah, there's no gravity. Uh, so Frabo pings him. Yep, and he gets he's very frustrated. He's like, uh, "What, Fra?" And she's like, "Hold on." <laughs> she called him to tell him to hold. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, this I, is my favorite thing. <laughs> I applaud how proactive she was. I've I've had this happen to me. Someone has called me. I've answered the phone, and they've just said, "Hold on," and I'm like, "You called me." Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck you. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Call me back when you're goddamn ready. Yeah, like you rang me. You did this. Me. You chose to initiate this. Uh, anyway, but I thought it was hilarious. Anyway, she's like, "Hey, there are three moosais out here coming at us," and this is going to come up in a minute. I want just everybody who doesn't remember what a Musai is. It's a fucking battleship. Yeah, a Musai is. It's not a. It's not a mobile suit. Nope. It's not a space. It's not. It's not a fighter plane. Nope. It's a goddamn battleship. Uh huh. There are three of them. Uh huh. And they are all three of them are battleships. Uh huh. Okay, just keep that in mind. We'll move on. <laughs> Chris is hammering this home for reasons we'll get into later this very episode. Amuro's terrifying! Amuro's the white fucking demon, and I'm not <laughs> talking about colonialism. So, uh. mother, so motherfucker gets called up by uh, Fra, and she's like, hold up, we're getting the word in now. Three Musai's coming at us. Uh, Bright does his reusable standing animation. We get a lot of mileage out of that piece of reused animation. Right, right. Um, and orders level one battle stations. Brief montage of everyone getting ready to fight. And Gallant Char yeah. starts playing, a.k.a. Anxiety Distilled, musically. <laughs> um, white Base is on high alert. We get, like, a wide shot of the whole White Base with every gun deployed. Yeah. Which is a cool Just shot. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you forget White Base isn't just a silly-looking ship. Yeah. It's, it's just a silly-looking ship that's f- mostly guns. It's armed to the teeth. Um, the ammo mines are not just for the guns. No. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, six Rickdoms launch out of the three Musais, uh, and the Musais begin a kind of, like, pincer formation ordeal, where two of them are going a little bit faster, the middle one that Lieutenant Dren is on hangs back a little. Uh, yeah. They, we cut to Dren himself, who's like, my plan is to do what Char does, and, uh, yeah, that's basically my whole plan. Also hoping he might back Uh, us up if things get sticky. Uh, yeah, yeah. let's do that. Go, go, Gadget. Commercial! Uh, yeah! So, two things. We've got a new, we've got a new thingy. Ooh, ooh. Uh, we got a new review. Uh... And I remembered that we don't get the reviews for other countries on our iTunes. Yeah. Um, so I found out how to look at other countries' reviews. Oh, nice. 
But you have to go through one at a time using the country code, and I only picked the ones that I thought people were from. Uh, that listen to us. Obviously, people are from every country. Anyways, uh, no, and, and there, so there, there are countries with no citizens, Chris. Not a single uh, citizen of some nations. Do you do you want to read the one we've got from Australia, or do you want to read uh, the one from the new one? James, the Gundam enthusiast? Yes, let's go with that then. Uh, right. James. Uh, this podcast is my favorite immediate go-to podcast. You guys are the funniest people. Heard in a long time. Your podcast is so goddamn good, I binged all the episodes in two straight days. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, and I'm somewhat scarred from that. I'm sorry again. I just want to <laughs> hammer that home for you. I apologize. Uh, if I had to point out something, it's to try to keep a more consistent upload schedule. Fair. Uh, I'm not proud of that type yeah, of stuff. This is this is bef- like the, I, I get the feeling this was sent right before, like right after our hiatus. Yeah, might have been because uh, we've never had that big of a yeah. <laughs> gap between them since then. Yeah, uh, which fair, like yeah, I apologize. I had uh, I, I I always try to put this on myself. We both kind of had a shit yeah. period. Yeah, yeah, no, where I, we're just like ugh. my my yeah. There's. Been some things going on in various lives. Uh, I'll be like, I'll be honest, like out of kayfabe for a second, and this regards both of my podcasts at this stage, and I'm sure this is true for you and Cerebros and all that. Like, this is just a labor of love. <laughs> it, really, yeah. it really is. We don't like we we pay, we put money into. Well, Chris puts money into this, uh, and John funny. puts money into it. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I live with my parents. Um, <laughs> I have a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking check it, <laughs> damn. So uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm an ass crack at Texas. It's not that much. Yeah. Point being, <laughs> we don't ever mean to go on a hiatus. Like we will definitely yeah. tell you ahead of time if we plan one. Next time. Uh, sometimes life just gets in the way. That's yeah. it. I, I've been having a weird couple of months, like this whole summer of 2018. That's why Grimdorks had that weird hole. Also, I'm only talking about Grimdorks out of kayfabe on this podcast because I'm too deep in the kayfabe on the other podcast. So sorry, <laughs> Chris. I'm it's just okay. assuming there's enough overlap. Anyway. Uh. uh also, uh, oh, uh, still keep up the fantastic work, keep up the entertaining jokes. Also, Sig Zeon to the Principality of Fuzzy, Dab, James, Australia, fellow Gundam fan. Thank uh, you, James. I feel like, I feel like James, ha- I think, I think if, if I had to show someone a review for our podcast, <laughs> This is the one? Uh, yeah, because it's like, <laughs> uh, the, the whole I binge the episodes in two days and I'm scarred from it. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, that'll happen. Honestly, <laughs> Welcome to Global honestly, I might put that in our Twitter bio because <laughs> that is chef kiss. Pretty great. That is everything. That is that is what I want in my laurel arches. Uh, uh, fucking the fucking con film festival. I binged it all of it in two days, and I'm scarred from the experience. Five out of five stars. Uh, so. Uh, if any of you out there have uh, reviewed us and want it read, uh, you need to contact me so I, and tell me what country you're from so I can go find your review to read it. You can also uh, just send us, like, use the snipping tool and send us a little snip. We, I'll, we yeah. can take that, too. 
Um, yeah. The the American review, which I'm glad you you picked the Australian one because I feel like I didn't. This listener, this listener is talking to me uh-huh. personally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because they they're they're the name of their review is Charma for Life. Uh, it's fair, <laughs> and we all know that we all know I stand that ship. <laughs> you tell you stand correctly. Yes, yeah, I think no, I think I, so. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to properly use Stan either. I just recently like figured out how to use Deadass properly. <laughs> Chris, I, I still am, don't know what Yeet is. I just assume it's a verb. It's 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 a vine where she hands this girl an empty can, and the girl goes, "This bitch empty!" and uh, <laughs> throws it really hard down a school hallway. Uh, Jesus. Uh, Just remember, anyways. Kobe for accuracy, Yeet for distance. <laughs> Have I made everything clear to you? Okay. No, I'm 30. Um, <laughs> this uh, this <laughs> uh, <laughs> This review is from Jimbola 00007777. And, and they say... Uh, a podcast that grows on you, which is a very subtle shade. I mean, I tumors grow on me too, so. Yeah. I appreciate, like, yeah, they're good now, mm-hmm. but, like, they got on my tits real hard at the beginning. This thing might sprout a tentacle at any time. <laughs> uh, a podcast that grows on you uh, and pays attention to details, I would never notice watching the series myself. That's all fuzzy. Uh,. And that's all. Thank you, Fuzzy. For the record, that is all because if I just sat here summarizing these episodes, I'm turning a 20 minute episode into 90 minutes of dumbass content. If I just read you the summary, I personally would die inside. I have to add <laughs> something. So that's what I add minutia. Yep. Because I'm good uh. at being a picky asshole. Continue. Uh, we're, we're back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. <clears throat> Thank you for the reviews. Please review us. Yes, please review us. Uh, yeah, we we like it. And yeah, like I said, it, it makes you feel good. It does give us <clears throat> that uh midweek bump. Funny, we're recording yeah. on Wednesday, huh? So um, <laughs> we come back to hump uh, day. Uh, the bridge. I need to find my place in this <laughs> document. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> we use a Google Doc to do this, so we just highlighted where we were. Uh, anyway, Sleg is ordered. I'm just gonna call him Sleg. I hope that's okay. Uh, Sleg is a decent name. Cool. Is ordered to get in the spare G fighter. Um, we have I'm, a I'm spare G fighter. <laughs> that spare G fighter. <laughs> when did we get that? By the way, <laughs> in the G fighter mines. I have... Is it next to the shield and ammo mines? Uh, it's actually, it's actually like, in between them, oh. yeah. Uh, because there's a shield and ammo in, in the G-Fighter, so you gotta, like, alchemy them <laughs> together in the mines. There's a, there's a redstone machinery complex down there that automates... It's not important. Um, a lot Hayato. of people are sacrificed on a daily basis in order to continue <laughs> fueling the G-Fighter mines. So, whenever you get too sick and tired in the other two mines, we just throw you in that one. Wow, we just made that real dark. So Yeah, if you survive, if you survive the G-Fighter mines, 
I'll be honest, we just keep you there because you're obviously very good at this yeah. and you need to stay there. Sorry. So, Hayato and Kai uh, launch together in their respective mobile suits. Uh, Amuro runs up to Slag in his new G-Fighter and... The way this is animated, Slag gets his face really close to Amuro, and it's... Because Slag's a creep. It's visually very sexually tense. Verbally, none of that. Visually, Slagger Law is a thin pane of glass from just tongue-fucking Amuro's face. Slagger Law's body wants to fuck everyone. <laughs> it's a Slagger it's Law a might only be into women. His body wants to fuck everyone. I, it's like I idle have, hands, but for dicks. I have the feeling that in a modern remake of this show, Slagger Law is the bisexual mess uh, that we yep. all love to play on tabletop games. So. <laughs> <laughs> I really just love those D&D tweets of, you know, everyone's what think, that one that's been going around of what everyone thinks D&D is. Uh, (laughs) Noble adventuring, what it actually is. Bisexual mess and their adopted family. (laughs) Try not (laughs) to kill everyone. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Amuro's like, okay, Slag, stop trying to make, get your tongue out of my ear. I'm going to teach you how to. Yeah. Stop stop biting my ear. Maybe a little bit. Stop now! I need to focus. We need to focus. No, that's enough. Uh, he's basically in the English one. He's he's like, okay, so these are all analog controls. He's like, wait, they're all manual controls. Uh, and and Amro's like, yeah. He's like, okay, cool. And I'm like, okay, well, that's. A- <laughs> I'm glad we know that now. Right. Um. In they add another line in the Japanese where Amro states that see all of these instruments, they only work if the Gundam is plugged in. <laughs> he does say that I just didn't think I would be how fucked up that was yeah to which Slager goes so I'm piloting it manually and Amro's like yeah, yeah basically and Slager's like alright so like he doesn't have to a save st- money we didn't install a computer in this yeah <laughs> um millions of dollar war machine I don't have a computer so that also means Sayla is more of a badass than we've been giving her credit right? for like cause she's She's been pulling off some cool shit with no assistance, no targeting assistance, no right. piloting assistance. To me, this what I heard from this, right? It, what like the primary thing I took away from this conversation is Sayla is doing twice the work of what Ryu was doing with half yeah. the instruments. Yeah. Which not to speak ill of the dead, RIP fucking just kicking his ass on that front. Damn. Yeah. Like, Sayla is j- just better than Ryu is what this strongly implies. Uh, Well, she's got psychic bullshit. Let's not slander Ryu. She does have psychic bullshit which is probably making up for, you know, the years of training. Uh, That, well, year of training that Ryu had. He was still only 18. <laughs> oh, Ryu. Um... Or was he 19? Either way, so... I don't know. Too young. Too young. Too young and too innocent. So, um... Bright is somewhat worried about Sailor... Sailor? Sailor, uh, as is... Sailor Moon! 
as is Amaro, and uh, Amaro goes over and kind of just chats her up as she's getting ready to pilot. Uh, and he's noticing, like, are you okay? And she's just like, yeah. And she says probably one of my favorite lines, because Sayla is... We are shown time and again that Sayla is 30 times cooler than anyone on white base no like <laughs> amuro bless him murder machine not cool. god not cool on the not cool not cool unless he's in a giant robot otherwise dweeb somewhat empathetic borderline psychic dweeb dweeb slagger weird creepy big bright middle management mirai cool <laughs> different reasons yeah, not, she's more of like a a, a like quiet cool it's, though. She's it, just like it is a homely cool, if you will. Yeah, she knows she's cool, but it's not broadcast very much. Sayla is a red carpet parade of cool. <laughs> I wonder where she. I wonder if that runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Um, and she just fucking. She doesn't even look at Amro. She just says, "How impertinent." in such an offhand and casual voice before shutting the fucking cockpit and blasting off. Yeah, with him, like, he's so close, there's no way he didn't get rockets to his face. Well, in the, in Sailor's defense, I think this was a scene pulled from a lot of, like, aircraft carrier launches, because yeah. I've definitely seen aircraft carriers where a fucking dude literally is like, Hey, pilot, you want a fucking candy bar? Here you go. I'm going to walk three steps this way and fucking duck because the wings are going <laughs> to yeah. go over my head and I don't want to get decapitated. And he fucking does. <laughs> he just walks three steps over, pops a fucking like lean squat and the uh, G fighter launches. Yep. God damn it, Artesia. It's a really You're cool so scene. fucking extra. I love <laughs> you uh, so much. You're so cool. So Sayla launches as Amuro ducks out of the way, like a good deckhand, and we cut to the Zanzibar again. Char is watching the battle with a distinctly commanding eye, uh, trying Mm -hmm. to... uh, Essentially, he's running the fight from, like, one level up from Dren. Uh, He orders Dren's fleet, which is apparently called the Camel, to fire fucking everything, and then is like, Hey, uh, Mulligan? Turn this bitch around! Uh, Char seems to fuck off on purpose. Meanwhile, remember how we said... Oh, I could have sworn at some point he said we're going to close in behind them. Oh, no, you're right. He does, but nothing comes of it, so I got Yeah, he just never does it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Meanwhile, remember how we mentioned White Base was expressly a distraction... That finally pays dividends two episodes later. Well, one and a half. Uh, Jaburo just finishes launching three fucking space battleship Yamatos from Jaburo itself. Uh, They got cool boosters on the back that come off and fall back. It's real cool. Um, Uh, Also, we get narrator-san. We do get narrator-san, yeah. Uh, Hayato, uh, we cut back over to... Hayato and Kai, it's a real brief scene. We cut back over yeah. to Hayato and Kai, both giving Slegger shit for uh, shooting first, because he's impatient. Yeah, Slegger just opens fire. Yeah, and both Hayato <laughs> and no Kai are like, of no, no, you're not gonna Again, he has no computer targeting at all. He's just firing from 
c- colossal distances yes. just to see what happens. Like, it's not clear how far away these people are. It's strongly implied to be, like, a hundred miles. Like, it's space. Yeah. They can get places fast, right? But goddamn. Yeah. But I, the thing is, Hayato, I think it's Hayato, has the, like, the 3D, the, the old 80s 3D glasses mm-hmm. targeting sensor. Mm-hmm. And he, even he's not trying. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Slegger pulls his out and he's like, I'm gonna get him. Pew! Misses. Which then causes the Rick Doms to all be like, he's coming from over there. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> um, and so then Kai and Hayato are both like, ah, shit. <laughs> Fucking, God they dodge a little bit. Uh, they can They call each other, and Kai's like, "Uh, I go Spread left, you go out right." a little bit. I go left, you go right. And Hayato's like, "Yeah." So Kai goes left, and Hayato goes right. Slager. No, no, no. At Kai, first, Kai goes left, and Slager goes right. Right? No, no, no. Kai and Slager go left, and Hayato goes right. Gotcha. So, now that we've cleared up this very important information, who's on first? We immediately undo it because Sailor pulls up and is like. Splitting the party is a dumb well, Hayato. shit idea. Hayato, if we all spread out, we're just gonna get murdered. And Hayato's like, oh. You're right. Right. So <laughs> they was like, well, what if I hang out with you? He's like, cool. <laughs> Let's move over there now. And Hayato's like, cool. I'm not saying Hayato's a dumbass. But this well, scene Well, it does doesn't not feel help. like that was Hayato's idea. Yes. Um, uh, <clears throat> so... Hayato agrees in the group, and, and they all regroup together on the left. Kai is trying to find a line of sight on a Rick Dom and manages to one-pump the fucker. Literally, Yeah, he gets, he's like, holy shit, and he pulls the trigger real fast. Yeah. He's like, god damn it, I fucked him up. <laughs> in the Japanese, the first the first guy he kills, he's just like, bang. Yeah. It's, it's fucking yeah. cold calculated, just like, but got you, bang. There's this huge explosion... Giant explosion that lasts forever. Yes. And out of that explosion comes fucking a billion more doms. Yes, two more Rick Doms <laughs> charge through the explosion. And then he's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then probably the funniest fucking thing to happen in this episode happens. I don't know if they did it in the English. But... What? So, the two Doms come in and start firing their big old bazookas, and... Slager takes a hit to the side, and he screams, he screams for some reason, but it is not words. I have attempted to recreate via Amanatopia on this document what the noise was, but... Slager in Japanese has like a pretty deep. Vo- it's in the same range as Kiryu if you've played Yakuza, which I don't think you have, Chris, but someone assuredly no, has. You should play Yakuza; it's very good. Um, he goes <laughs> as he gets hit, but it's <laughs> super loud and super like at the forefront of the middle channel. And it's the funniest fucking thing I ever heard. Because it's just him screaming, <laughs> As he gets hit. Why? I don't know. He's fine. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's just a weird scream. So in my head, Slager Law just does weird screams all the time. 
Anyway, Hayato is shocked by these six skills of the Rickdoms. Uh, Sayla comes up behind him and kills one in a single shot while hitting the guy behind him, too. Uh, she then kills that guy and then kills another guy in two more shots. Holy shit, Sayla! Yeah. Uh, so. Sayla! Yeah. Sayla doesn't fuck around. Sayla doesn't fuck around. The Musais begin o- opening fire on White The Musais. The Musais, which are battleships, I'd like to reiterate. They are battleships. Uh, begin firing on White Base with their big guns. White Base itself is fighting off the other three. They start cu- referring to all the Rickdoms as skirts. Yeah. Which, all right. <laughs> do they do that in I English? don't know. They, they don't actually have skirts, do they? I mean, they kind of do. Look at them. They, they, they got skirts and bell I just keep thinking of those bottoms. big boots. Big bell bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. We're here. I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Bright's like, open fire. Yeah, Bright. And it's just like, fucking... They're zooming all around us. Just shoot everything. Don't aim at them. Just shoot and they'll run into something. This kind of works and they stop getting hit as hard by the doms. Uh, Mirai is ordered for evasive maneuvers, and I remind you, Mirai, a freighter pilot, proceeds to pilot this space battleship shaped like a fucking horse, like it's a fighter plane. Mirai is the coolest fucking pilot I have ever seen. I, I don't, okay, so I've got a confession. Yeah? That it's gonna surprise you. Yeah? Fucking love Marisa. <laughs> I'm shocked, really. Shocked and appalled. How could you say such things? <laughs> she's the best. She's really fucking she's, cool. And it will. She's piloting a, a like a weird lumpy skyscraper. Yeah, she <laughs> like, she's piloting a horse shaped skyscraper that's facing the wrong way and making it work. Fucking I. They don't make that as clear as often as they should. Mirai's a fucking good pilot. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, and a good second-in-command. And a good second-in-command, which is something we also don't cover enough. She's second-in-command of that ship and its pilot. Fuck yeah, she is. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. Fucking sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, she dodges a full broadside and returns one, or White Base does, uh, and manages to critically harm a Musai's guns. Bright orders uh, concentrated fire on that injured Musai. Amuro is launched, and Bright orders him to, uh, kill the battleships. Yeah! Which is like, oh, well, that's a... Maybe he'll fuck up one or distract it a little bit while the white space white base gets in the... I would like to present the thesis that Bright knew damn well how this was going to turn out. And he yeah. basically just took the leash off. Yeah, this, because, is, this is gently... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you take the... the, the I, I uh, fucking remember, it's called Unleashed. <laughs> Unleashed. It's a fuck, fucking... It's a cash movie. It's also the guy, oh, I love him so much. It's the guy from Roger Rabbit, isn't it? The shitty, the guy who quote-unquote owns Jet Li in that. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't remember enough about Unleashed. I just remember it being cool as shit. Uh, God, what's that other Jet? Anyways. Kiss of the Dragon. Have you ever seen Kiss of the Dragon? It's another Jet I'm sure I have. It's, I really love Jet Li. He's, he's a fucking, he, he uses needles and he's like got acupuncture Denmark. It's really cool. Anyway. 
like the entire plot of the movie is predicated on fucking needle kung fu. I just realized I have a character I can totally use that with. So <laughs> I need to rewatch Kiss of the Dragon. So uh Amaro launches and immediately mercs a Dom. Like literally, he's out, travels eight feet, and kills a guy with one shot. And then fucks off to keep murking dudes. Hayato lands and becomes a turret. Uh, the Musai that was injured gets broadsided to death. Uh, the other two Rick Doms are ordered back by Dren, and Dren is like, I'm gonna fucking kill Whitebase. The Musais pull in closer. Bright recon... This is a very battle-heavy episode. Uh, Bright reconcentrates fire. Meanwhile, no one knows where the fuck the Gundam is. And Dren notices. No, it's fine. Everything's cool. (laughs) A Rick Dom, which is floating in front of Dren's cockpit, suddenly dies. Just explodes, and no one knows why. Suddenly, Whitebase is hit hard by the Moose Eyes, and Dren realizes he doesn't know where the Gundam is, and is terrified. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's an attack coming in. <laughs> and Where is it? And then the other Moose Eye suddenly dies. Completely on its own. Like, it, j- it gets hit by three shots from fucking nowhere... And dies and explodes. No one, no. There's only one person yeah. who hit that fucking moose eye. One yeah. guy. There were th- three shots from above. So it's not the it's not the fucking white base. It's not Hayato and Kai and Sela and Slegger are all back at white base around it, yep. running interference on the remaining Rickdom and the battle fleet shooting. Amuro completely takes out one Musai on his own while being a fucking horror villain for the Zeon guys. Like, we we get a really neat moment here of what it's like on the other side, and the fact that Amuro is terrifying. Yeah, he's like a fucking, he's the great white shark of space. Yeah! Just you hear Bana. Yeah, and you're like, I'm Bana, Bana. Oh my Womo. He assassinated a battleship. <laughs> I, I don't I I recognize we're running it's getting there. He assassinates a battleship on his own. Oh! <laughs> Uh, it, it, it gets worse. It gets it's worse. It's not done yet. He's not <laughs> done yet. Uh, when we cut to him, by the way, when we cut to him, he's not cheering. He's not celebrating. He's not surprised. He's fucking just chill. How many people are on that fucking Musai? Like 50? 100? I don't know. A thousand? I won't begin to get. At least five. <laughs> At least five. That's all I know. I'm... It's, it, you know how in Halo, the grunts always call Master Chief the demon? And how, like, everyone's always like, I wonder what Halo's like from the perspective of a grunt. This is what it's like. See, Dren's perspective in this episode is what it's like being a grunt in Halo. It's terrifying, and it's really cool because of it. 
fucking... And again, not over yet. Not over yet. Amaro fucking instant transmissions in front of the fucking Drenz Musai, makes dead-ass eye contact, and then <laughs> cuts it open. Cuts open the cockpit. And Dren just goes, that fucking mobile suit, and gets sucked into yeah. space. Along with everyone yep. on the on the bridge. Yep. Um, the last Rick Dom. By the way, not done not yet. Not done yet. The last Rick Dom is like, I mean, I know I'm all that's left, but I gotta fuck that guy up. Uh, charges in. Amaro spins, drops Bazooka, pulls sword, looks at the Dom, goes, he's gonna go low. So he goes high, dodges the Dom. Fucking rotates, spins, tries to hit him, Dom blocks it. They back up. Yeah. They re-rush. This is some fucking Jedi Knight bullshit. It is here. some Jedi Knight bullshit that's about to happen! Fuck yeah! So, I... Please edit that a little bit. That probably looks like shit in Audacity. <laughs> this is one of the sickest things I've seen in Gundam. Because after he does this, the Dom sees he has an opening on his shield and we've seen this before but like this makes it clear for some reason melee weapons go through armor ranged weapons for the most part don't that seems to be a conceit of the gundam universe and just roll with it because it, it consistently does this over and over again so might as well just roll with it right right amuro Gets almost gets hit by this dude's sword. The shield gets sliced in half. Amuro had pulled so, out. Amuro's dead. Amuro's dead. Fuck you. No, yeah, he ain't. Because he dead. pulled out his what? other sword. And, There's a sword there. And ignited it to block the hit. Which, like, the Dom looks up at this guy, and there's a very, like half a frame almost of just like record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. It all started in the summer of 85. <laughs> Fucking Amro takes the free hand and stabs through the shoulder all the way into the core. And just fucking kicks the Dom back. Dom nukes. Goes out. He then pulls the javelin. Which I remind you looks nothing <laughs> like a javelin. But it's still nope. called the javelin. Yeah. Fucking adjusts it into throwing position, zooms yeah. out back, and fucking one toss through the widest part of the Musai blows the fucker out. Char, so, from million miles away, <laughs> who was watching all of this, goes, shit, that was sick of hell. So... Let's <laughs> let's just count how many how many battleships did Amuro take out? Was it three? It was fucking he, three. He, wasn't he it? took out two on his own in this episode. I don't remember if he took out one earlier. The white base took the guy on the left. Amuro took Dren's ship and the remaining ship, and there were only three Musais here. Uh, he also is pretty much single handedly responsible for most of the major damage on the Zanzibar right now. He killed, uh, two doms by himself in this episode alone. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sela killed another two. 
Uh, Kai got one. And... Actually, excuse me. Amuro caught three. Kai got one. Sayla got two. Holy fuck! Holy yeah. fuck! Yep. Uh, yeah. For, I know for me... Like, just on a personal level, this was the episode that makes it clear that Amaro is the Federation's Char. Like, all of the shit people say about Char, he killed a battleship on his own, it was, he was the last guy and he still got out alive, he's three times yeah. faster, he's terrifying on the field, he's a genius tactician, all this shit... Amuro's a one-man war machine. <laughs> this is the episode that makes it clear Amuro really is that bitch to Char's bitch. Like, and it's done in s the sickest ways that are still, like, bordering on subtle. Because, as you pointed out, Amuro doesn't do shit. Because it's his fucking job now. He, he marks these dudes, moves on. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, he, he's just super chill about it. Like, even during this fight, we didn't have those moments of him going, what's he gonna do? Shit, I gotta fucking work it out. He goes, he's going low, and so he goes high. And that's fucking yep. it. <sighs> yeah, this is just really cool and really well done. Yep. Um, uh, we, the fight ends, everyone goes back home. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it expressly, I think I accidentally skipped over it in my hype for another part. Um, White Base took a major hit to the right yeah. leg, that right front leg, uh, mm -hmm. a little bit earlier in the fight. Yeah. And we see it, like, it's two big laser beams, both of them hit and go through White Base. And we know from previous episodes that the legs... Or the major mechanics bays. So essentially, one of their two garages just got buckled, right? So, we cut to the bridge, and uh, Bright is talking to Mirai, and decides it's time to go... He, he, he does some quick mental math, he's like, where's the Zanzibar? It's behind us. Where's Luna 2? It's behind us. Odds of us slipping past him? It's a 95% chance we've hit the Zanzibar. Great. Alright, uh, let's go side six. Uh, Slager walks up from off screen, putting on his hat, having just changed, and goes, that sounds like a damn good idea. Also, man, Amuro chewed me out for shooting early, which I find personally kind of funny, but, uh, <laughs> didn't appreciate that. That said, it was a good <laughs> chewing out. He raised some excellent points. Um, yeah, he taught me a few things. Like, I, I respect the chewing out. It is the military did chew me out. Um, which I just find hilarious that off-screen Amuro is being a commanding officer. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Slager outranks him. Does Slager outrank him? Doesn't he? I thought Slager was uh, uh, Bright's old old rank. Mm, no, no. Mirai is Bright's old rank. Right, okay. I think, I, I think Slager, Slager and Amuro are the same one then. Okay, Slager Outlaw would have been a way cooler name. <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything besides the fact I fucked up and put the wrong thing in. 
Uh, Anyways. Does it give his military warrior? <laughs> Lieutenant Junior Grade. Uh, so, yeah, no, technically he is higher than Amaro. <laughs> Why is Amaro talking up? Damn. Anyway. Uh, Amaro knows his shit. Amaro knows- I, I, do, I do have to hand it to Slager, like... Slicker, Slicker acknowledges that Amro knows more than him and lets his pride to the side for a second. <laughs> to listen. I uh, accidentally read ahead on his page. I'm just going to close that. You're in for some uh-huh. shit, my boy. So. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um. Don't. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Please tell me that they're not going to make me try to like him. It's a television show, Chris. I don't want to. He's like a he's a he's on the good guys team. You're. S- I don't like him. I'm fucking sorry. That's how TV works, Chris. God damn it! All right, Chris. I don't fucking whatever. I don't mean to. Hey, be- future Chris. I'm sorry. I'm cherishing this while it lasts. I don't. I don't mean to sound. I hope they kill him as soon as I like him. I don't mean to sound condescending. But the point of a story is to make you feel sympathetic with the characters. You can feel sympathy without liking somebody. I'm not a sociopath. That's empathy. Fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> so, um... He got chewed out for shooting early and damaging the fighter. Mirai seems to have some visual issues, like she's making faces, uh, with going to side seven. Won't say why. Uh, It turns... Bright then reveals that side six is apparently a neutral party, and that he's hoping to go there to then get repairs at side six. For some reason, the narrator repeats all of this information, and we get a (laughs) slow pan out as White Base ventures into space. Also, just in case anybody else has forgotten, uh, that's where Mirai's ex is, not ex-fiancé. Yes. So... I don't... Next episode, they, Chris is going to get... Did they annoyed. mention that yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. She, uh, she Mariah told Bright uh, when Bright found out. Oh, okay. There you go. So, oh, yeah. He went to side six. I haven't talked to him since the war happened. Yes. So, a year. The, or the better part of one. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why the narrator just repeats everything Bright just said. It's real weird. <laughs> like, uh, I don't... He got a little uppity since he got to do a mid-episode uh, narration. <laughs> So he's now just like, move aside, chumps. Let you sh- let, let a pro do this. You move aside, you green-haired punk. I know how the real shit goes. That said, Narrator-san has a very smooth voice. In He does. Narrator-san is very pleasant. Yeah, yeah. The, the Japanese one, it's... Honestly, like, it's not... I think that's just what narrator voice sounds like for, like, a lot of Japanese anime. I love Japanese... I love every narrator voice. I really enjoy Japanese narrator voice. It's good shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway. This was a good fucking episode. I liked it a lot. A a lot of fight. A lot of character, too. But a lot of Uh, really good Mostly... Yeah, mostly just, like, Amuro and Sela and Kai. Well, all of... Like you said, all of them have a moment. Yes. But, like... Amro and Sela especially just really Fuck, coming man. into yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It's... Whew. It... 
I really three I re- three goddamn warships. Three battleships. Yeah, that's what I was about to fucking say too. Three I can't. battleships. A He's in a, he, okay, so just imagine a fucking tank on rockets just flying out of the ocean and saying, <laughs> "Now fuck you, battleships. I'm a tank." Yeah, like. Literally imagine the USS Constitution getting taken out by an Abrams. Yeah, getting taken out from an Abrams that can fly. That's what happened. Well, I guess to continue the metaphor, it'd be more like an Abrams that can water ski. Jet ski? Jet skiing tanks. U.S. defense industry, I don't want to contribute to you, but hit me up. I have an idea. Jet ski tanks. <laughs> so, tank skis. Tank skis. Schlot skis. Uh, shot skis. Bam. They're guns on skis. So, <laughs> next time, it's Mirai time. Uh, we meet characters. Cameron, Mr. Ray, Conskin, and another fight. There's more fighting. It's fucking Gundam. Of course there's more fighting. Amuro Mercs, at least three dudes on screen. Char shows up, I guess. It's a whole fucking thing. Trust me. This next episode's real, real shit. Amuro meets his dad. It's actually kind of depressing. It's it's a whole weird thing. Remember when his dad got sucked out into fucking space? I can't emphasize enough that this one gets weird. Next time on <laughs> Mobile Suit Fandom, farewell inside six. Or, in Japanese, the aggression of Konskin. Will you be able to survive? Amuro. Battleships! Well, I hope you enjoyed episode 32 of Mobile Suit Fandom. If you want to yell about how either of us are garbage, or that you like what we do, you can find us on Twitter with at MobileSuitPod, and our personal Twitters from there. Also, if you are new to Gundam as a whole and really want to give it a try, check out the official Gundam YouTube channel, Gundam Info, all one word. They have a bunch of shows legally for free. In addition, if you wish to try a couple of other Gundam series that are without context, you don't need earlier Gundam's context, a few of those are also available for free on Crunchyroll with ads. Until next time, mech fans, remember, I'm petitioning for other nicknames, for other suits. Why did we only start doing this for Rick Doms?